0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode four of the Dan Lately podcast. I'm very excited today to be joined by someone I've been inspired by recently and been wanting to interview for a while. She's a YouTuber, presenter, a freelance travel writer slash blogger from London um, she studied at university. She created a channel on January the 7th, 2011 and she has over 46,000 subscribers Um, She has over 327 videos, which in total have garnered over a whopping 5 million views. She presented a show recently called A Very British History, which was shown earlier this year in February on BBC4, exploring the history of the Chinese community in the UK. She's travelled to countries all over the world, including Japan, China, Canada, Greece, America. She's bilingual, she has over 8000 followers on Instagram, and she recently just turned 28. So without further ado, please welcome the lovely Shu Ling.
1: Hello! Oh my goodness, what a welcome! <laughs> what an introduction!
0: <laughs> I like to make my guests feel welcome. How yeah, are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah,
0: not too bad, thank you. Um, how's life been? I know you've been very busy recently, you know, you're moving house and you've just recently turned 28. How's that all been going for you?
1: Yeah, it's been a, a very good month. I mean, like, you know with lockdown everything it's been up and down over the past year I guess over the yeah. past like six seven months but um, yeah things are slowly up picking up and there's a lot more exciting things on the horizon so just trying to focus on that moving forward.
0: Yeah it's been such a wild year how have you dealt with it because I know a lot of people were not prepared in March for this lockdown and I think it's just completely turned the year in its head but like, how have you been dealing with it mentally and um, have you been keeping in touch with family and stuff?
1: yeah it's been like a challenge for sure like especially mentally I think right at the start it, I think a lot of people as well felt so anxious yeah and just really didn't know what to expect and you know everything as we knew it just suddenly completely changed but I think as the months have gone on like I've really tried to enjoy more like the little things in life has so much more appreciation for the things that you know we're previously oh, maybe wonderful yeah. grateful for yeah and like it's been nice actually have a slower pace of life as well in terms of not traveling full-time and actually just appreciating like the everyday little things.
0: Yeah because I think during lockdown I've like gone for a lot more walks and things and you just appreciate nature more as well. Yeah
1: exactly. You
0: just really feel like grounded more and it's just yeah it definitely reminds you that life's so precious so I yeah. think it's probably as hard as it's been it's probably been also kind of needed as well for all of us just to just kind of reflect on things
1: for sure it's like such a reminder isn't it of what's actually like important who's important and like even with things like not being able to hug your friends or your family like having that you're like oh i kind of wish i made most of that you know like just seeing friends and family more but it's been so nice even to like be able to catch up and text and call and facetime so yeah for sure like it's just made me so grateful for for the technology yeah like imagine if this was if this happened like 50 60 years ago like it would have been completely different experience
0: i know it's wild. But um, yeah. on Brighton news, how how's your birthday been? You've recently celebrated your birthday. So you uh, ate some Greek food.
1: Yes, yeah, it was how amazing. Was thank you. It was very different to my previous birthdays, because normally I like to have like a big uh, get together with all of my friends. Um, but this year it was a lot, a lot more quiet, but it was still so lovely. And I felt very, very loved. Like, everyone was still, you know, wow. sending messages and little like video messages and things. So it was really nice. Like, yeah, 28 new chapter (laughs)
0: yeah um have you learned anything becoming 28 like is there anything you feel like you've learned or
1: I feel like I am a lot more like confident within myself now and a lot more like self-assured and learning to like not doubt myself as much you know like before like a few years ago, every single thing I'll just be like, "Should I do this? Should I not do this? Like, is this the right thing to do?" And whereas now I kind of have more of a firmer voice in my head, just being like, "Yeah, like this is the right thing to do. Like, just try it. Like, you know, the worst that can happen is that it won't work out, and you'll learn from it." And just having the confidence to actually like take a risk, you know, like even with the move, like it happened so quickly, it wasn't really part of the plan, and that just within a few weeks has kind of happened in a very quick turnaround, and is actually like very very exciting instead of being like nerve-wracking
0: yeah I think that's what I find so inspiring about you as well is that you're not afraid to take risks um and I kind of want to get into that more later as well as how you got into like freelance traveling and things because I know for some people it can be quite a risky thing like leaving your job and going to it into it full time yeah um, but yeah you've traveled to a lot of countries uh, but when you like not traveling like recently um I've seen on your Instagram stories that you like to watch a lot of Netflix and things like that. What's your favorite show at the minute? Because I've been seeing a lot about this.
1: Yeah, so I've been watching a lot more like Korean dramas. So I just finished one called It's Okay to Not Be OK, which is so good. I don't know. Do you watch Korean dramas?
0: No, I need to get into them. <gasps> they look really good.
1: Yeah, like if you're into like dramatic shows with like very unrealistic storylines, but like very, very good like binge watchers they're they're really really good the music's great the acting is amazing styling's good it's very like addictive to watch um so i watched that and it's kind of like one of the first korean dramas i've watched that actually discusses mental health in more capacity oh, wow. like whereas a lot of yeah like asian dramas they don't typically talk about it as much or to as much detail kind of that's like showing the spectrum of how mental health that affects everyone differently and everyone deals with it differently so for me it was like such an encouraging thing to see and hopefully something that will be introduced in more shows and later on and then on the other end of the spectrum I've also just finished watching Selling Sunset (laughs) (laughs) oh have you seen it oh it's basically like a whole team of people it's like a reality tv show in LA and they just follow these like luxury real estate agents as they're selling properties around LA but it's basically kind of like the hills mixed with the Karashians like there's a lot of drama uh, a lot of people fighting but then they also show these beautiful houses so it's kind of like a a guilty pleasure watch yeah
0: I, I definitely love them shows like real housewives <laughs> and stuff you can't beat it sometimes
1: yeah exactly and it's kind of like nice to look at what like a 40 million dollar house would look like and i'm like oh that's so nice that's so much space
0: yeah i think shows like that are definitely needed right now especially the one talking about mental health so it's really good that things like that exist at the moment
1: yeah yeah exactly and I feel like a lot more people I think it's as well like the more people that you know talk about it and share the experience even though it's very very scary to be vulnerable to share about those things but it does hopefully like help other people to think oh this isn't you know I'm not completely alone in feeling how I do and actually so many people can relate to this and it's all about kind of like being there for each other and holding space for each other to kind of have a safe space to talk about these things so it's nice yeah when mainstream media kind of doing a lot more about it
0: yeah it's lovely um so for those people who don't know you um could you just tell a little bit more about yourself like where you're from and stuff
1: yeah so I'm British born Chinese I was born in London but then I grew up in the south coast of England and I kind of always have grown up with food my parents owned a Chinese takeaway and restaurants growing up and I was working there from you know when I was a teenager up until university and it wasn't until I think I moved out from college university and that's when I started my YouTube channel which actually focused on fashion and styling because I was looking to be a fashion journalist so so for me, I was studying drama at college and I was like, oh, I need to have more confidence of the camera. And also this is something I want to get into more, like just kind of being comfortable um, in front of a camera and presenting and things like that. So I kind of just created a YouTube channel for fun. Didn't really think anybody would watch it. Yeah. Um, and then throughout university, I started documenting my travels because I didn't really have the opportunity to travel when I was younger and then saved up more money during uni through work to be like oh I'm gonna film these travel videos to look back on when I'm older because it was just such a treat to be able to see another place so yeah filming that and then the audience at the time were like oh yeah we'd love to see more travel so then that kind of became a very natural thing that integrated within my content I guess like I didn't really have a plan I just kind of filmed whatever I wanted throughout the university yeah and just didn't really think you know back then it wasn't even like an option to have a career as a vlogger so yeah, and then went into work. Sorry, I'm sorry, you my life story now. Um, oh, no, I love it. <laughs> um, and then I went into work, which was straight after university, which was in an ad tech company. So it's kind of very related to what I was already doing. It was all about kind of talking, advising brands and like global agencies about video strategies and advertising. So it kind of went well with YouTube because it meant I could learn the business side. Yeah. Um, but then after that, I kind of wanted to learn more the creative side. So then I left that job and that was when I like first time I took a risk and applied for something completely different when I was a content producer for a karaoke brand in London oh, wow. yeah so it was went from like sales and like media and like kind of like the business side of it to actually looking after a brand's like social media accounts I kind of produced all of their photos and videos wrote for their three blogs like all of their websites and like marketing collateral um but just before I started the job I actually applied for um a one week like competition at YouTube in London and they basically were looking to like host nine different creators nine to ten creators for a week in YouTube they give you like a two thousand pound voucher for equipment and have a whole week of like production classes wow. teaching you how to do YouTube better you had like a manager at YouTube to kind of help you along Oh my and gosh, a manager! it was yeah it was amazing like back then I was like oh I would love that and I'd like scroll through and refresh my emails every single day after I applied and they were actually I think like two days late in announcing who won so I kind of thought oh I didn't get it because I didn't get an email but uh yeah I was one of the the winners which was you know the highlight and the start of everything that was to happen after that That's because amazing. yeah it was, it was so good that like we got to stay um at a hotel nearby and it just felt like we were going back to school and the whole week we just had different seminars and we had like production lessons we got to learn how to like do business in terms of like with youtube and that was when my manager at the time was like oh um you should really consider doing this as an actual career um, and actually something to focus on and I was like, no, don't be silly. Like, I don't think I've got, you know, I don't think it's possible. And she was like, yeah, like you should try and focus on like more of a niche. Like, why don't you do travel and food instead of doing like a bit of everything and actually have more of a plan. Yeah. So that was what kind of kickstarted me to think about it more seriously. And then that was that launched, you know, me doing YouTube professionally because a year later, I then went freelance and focused on it full time. So, so
0: interesting. it's been a
1: journey. Hear. Yeah. yeah.
0: It really shows like how far you've come and like I can definitely see like the experience like from what you've told me like I can see it in your work like all the things you've learned all the skills and stuff it's oh thank yeah it's really beautiful um it has like kind of snowballed onto other things as well like you got into tv as well and I think people have a misconception don't they about youtube and you know oh you can't do much from it and stuff but it's just it's such an amazing platform and I think you're definitely like living proof of it
1: oh thank you yeah no I think it's so exciting like to be able to show all of these transferable skills that you learn from doing YouTube like it's one like a hobby but along the way you get to learn about what video editing and SEO and like how to design a thumbnail which require design skills and all of those things and I think it's just one a great hobby to have anyway but the bonus is that you get to learn so much along the way
0: yeah um so what was life like growing up here because I'm kind of interested to know more about that as well like what subjects did you do at school and university etc?
1: So for GCSE I did like like graphics, drama, like it's all very like arty subjects like art for A level I think I did like photography, uh, fine art, English language, like it's always within that field and business and sociology Um, and I've always been like interested in social like social arts and that kind of stuff um and I'm not very like logically minded in terms of like sciences oh yeah yeah Yeah. I'm not good for
0: science
1: yeah and I would when people are like you know getting A's in physics I'm like oh that must be so nice um yeah I've always been into like photography and that kind of stuff so it seemed like very very natural to lead into that even though I guess like for a lot of Asian families like that's kind of like a complete no-go you know you're meant to be focusing on like fine like going to finance and business and that yeah. kind of stuff
0: yes it must have been lovely just to like do things you're interested in um how was school life year? did you enjoy it um did you like were you popular did you get bullied or
1: um, no, I, I really actually loved school growing up. Like I was very lucky to have like a great group of friends. And I think I've always had a lot of different social friendship groups. Yeah. So, yeah, just like everyone was super nice. I didn't uh, really get bullied. Like I obviously being like one of the only Chinese families, sometimes the people who don't know me, they'll like say things and I like, throw away comments and stuff, but never to the extent of where I actually felt like oh, I'm being early it's kind of yeah one of those things you Just kind of like oh like grow up like you know it's not well um but yeah and, like I really enjoyed school I was such like a goody two-shoe <laughs> so uh. yeah I was always like you know staying behind for like book club and drama club and everything and yeah it was just a great time like I really really loved it
0: um, do you have any advice for anyone who is getting bullied currently in school?
1: I would say to have, like, your close group of friends or to be able to speak out about it yeah. and to speak to friends around you and to not take it super personally because yeah. a lot of the time I think, you know, the quote, like, hurt people hurt people and I know it's so much easier said than done because a lot of people at the time, it's just if you already feel bad about yourself and then someone's adding wound like an extra wound to the pain it's hard to think oh it's not me but it is true like if people don't feel good about themselves or maybe they have things going on at home I think a lot more people may be inclined to like lash out or to take it out on other people just to kind of deflect from how much pain they're feeling inside
0: yeah and
1: it's kind of like a it's hard but to have to turn and focus like even though this is an awful thing to do to somebody else and it's not something anybody would want to do to somebody else you know to maliciously act out um, it may come from a place of hurt from that other person um, and yeah I think to not bottle it up inside and it's important to also speak to someone that you trust whether that's a teacher or a friend or a family member or a sibling to kind of just talk about what's going on and if it is bad to not also be afraid to escalate things further um, and to speak to someone in a position of power to be able to do something about it
0: yeah i think that's what's so important about just like having an outlet as well and like creativity and stuff because i think a lot of youtubers they don't realize they're doing it but like you for example you're just so positive and uplifting and i don't know if you realize you are sometimes but it really helps people on the on the other side of the screen who might be going through a lot in real life and it just really helps to see someone on screen like you know just living their truth and being positive uplifting it just it really is inspiring so thank you for being such a ray of sunshine
1: oh dan thank you that means a lot thank you so much for saying that um yeah hopefully yeah it's it's so lovely to hear that and that's kind of like what i would love like that feeling as if you're just kind of like catching up with a friend and it's just sometimes nice isn't it to have a little bit of escapism like if you're yeah. having a bad day just to see someone else just kind of like oh like it makes me feel better And like, when I watch people that I'm like oh that makes me feel so much better about my day or makes me more motivated to do something because I've just watched someone like clean the whole house for like 20 minutes I'm like oh I feel so much better about things and like yeah, yeah it's, it's so nice to have that little bit of escapism online. I think so, that's what's you. beautiful
0: about YouTube people inspire their audience without realising and they almost feel like they know them even though they're not like super close for them so I think that's really cool um but yeah you mentioned you studied at university um how was that for you?
1: Yeah it was good I think like I I didn't really like have the full university experience back then like I think I wasn't really enjoying it I think back then I wasn't really into like going out and being super social like I was in a long-term relationship back then so I, I kind of like almost I'm doing things backwards so for me I was so focused on just kind of getting loads of internships in and using my free time on YouTube and so I didn't really fully appreciate what there is to do and to kind of like have life as in my early 20s but for the most part like it was it was a good experience and it gave me like three years to figure out what it is I wanted to do three years to focus on you know creating like a, a starting career um and things so I'm like grateful for the experience and the opportunity to like just live out outside of you know family home um yeah like it was it was a good experience but I, w- I almost wish I did kind of enjoy it a bit more and just kind of like let loose a little bit more
0: Yeah, I feel like that was school a bit as well, I wish I'd enjoyed it more but um, I'm going to university this year so I was kind of curious as well to see what it's like and stuff and um, I kind of feel the same as you as well, I'm just kind of going to figure out you know where it is I want to go and stuff, I've got ideas of what I want to do but it's just like kind of a backup plan you know just in case things don't take off on the internet or whatever but yeah Yeah. it's really lovely to hear and stuff that you know it's an enjoyable experience. Um, so were you posting videos during university on youtube like what would you say the biggest one like when did you start to see that you were like oh, okay this is something i could do full-time like when did you start getting like lots of views and stuff
1: um so for me i've always thought like if i um, I'd only ever go full-time if it conflicted with my day-to-day like full-time job yeah. Um, and obviously because I started specializing in doing more like travel content so that was kind of like an inevitable like if it comes to a place where suddenly I have a lot of travel trips coming up and that's actually like affecting my time during my full-time job and that's when I have a conversation with my manager at the time to kind of like discuss you know opportunities and like where we should go and um, so it was around like February 2018 and that's when I suddenly had like three four jobs come in and that would have meant me having to take quite a lot of time of work that uh, time yeah. away from work and uh, previously before that I had won like a competi- casting call, like a competition with TUI the the travel agency um, on like a four five month trip around the world and I was oh, like wow. a presenter and filmed and edited for them whilst we were on the road with four other people, and I took a sabbatical then. But then afterwards, that kind of kick started travel for me. Um, yeah. And then a lot more travel brands are like, Oh, I just saw these videos that you've created over the past like four or five months. Here's another, you know, like, would you be interested to do this job? And, that, and then it kind of like it was a very natural progression. And then that's when I was like, Oh, actually, maybe this would be something I could focus on in a, like, a full time capacity. So yeah Yeah. it was around like two years ago that I started doing things on and off and then fully went full-time in October 2018 so it's coming up to two years now
0: oh wow how did you feel going full-time did you feel like liberated did you feel a bit scared or did you think oh I'm so happy like I can do
1: this yeah it was like a dream come true like it's so exciting and it's still something I'm like pinching myself over but it is very nerve-wracking because yeah. it's kind of going from something that's so stable you know having like a full-time job and knowing exactly how much money is going to be coming in every month and knowing exactly what I'm meant to be doing to suddenly being like I'm really taking like a big risk here like if it doesn't work out like I, it, it won't work out but um, with things like that like I I think I've taken quite a few like risks with work over the past few years but I always like to like give myself six months at a time with everything because yeah yeah, it's like such a good amount of time to like really take a risk on yourself to to try something new but at, at the same time it's not it's a short enough time that you don't completely like cripple yourself financially if things don't work out and I had enough savings to tide me over should things not work out um, as well so yeah it was something I'd like kind of like pl- slowly plan for and just kept trying to save money towards yeah. and luckily I'm still staying afloat at the moment um, That's but very yeah I would good. say always yeah. like yeah and it's also important I would say like especially with, like if you're starting university and kind of want to figure out what you want to do is to not put too much pressure on yourself to have things figured out yeah because uh, all of these things that have happened over the past few years like I never really planned for explicitly and it's kind of quite exciting like nerve-wracking but it's exciting when exciting yeah yeah you don't know what's going to happen but then you'll do something and then that will lead to something else that you might not have thought that would have been a possible thing like a few months ago so even if things don't go to plan it's so hard but it's kind of like framing and shifting a mindset to think like oh but that could open so many more doors and I could be exposed to something even better that I don't even know I'm like capable of doing so it's nice to have like a rough plan but not completely like I must do this this and this and this by this time
0: yeah completely and it's really interesting to hear as well um, I always said it was like mainly brands and stuff that were reaching out to you rather than like you know because I think people think oh I've got to get a lot of views on this video to be noticed but it might not always work like that it might be that a brand just happens to see it and then they message in vice versa so yeah it's very cool to hear that
1: yeah and I think it's like it's so nice when you know you're just there like creating what you love and you're creating something that you really believe in yourself and I think that speaks for itself and yeah. like in terms of things like business and brands reaching out like if you truly b- believe in your products and what you're creating like that stuff will just come so naturally. Uh, um, yeah 100%. Yeah. Yeah so it's like it's, and you know it's such a nice thing when you see someone like love what they do and that really does shine across on the screen so I would say like yeah to keep trusting in yourself and to create keep creating what you're good at creating and be open to things along the way
0: yeah and what would you say your favorite video is that you've uploaded I think I discovered you by your late district blog it was like one night I was just looking through YouTube with my partner, and I was like, oh, should we watch some travel vlogs? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, "Where'd you fancy watching? It? And we were thinking of going to the Lake District. So I was like, OK, let me just type in Lake District travel vlog, and then your video popped up. And I was like, oh, what's this? And then within a few seconds in, I was just completely in awe, like right with how you edited it, the music, oh. just the camera work, just everything about it, and then your personality as well. And I was just like, OK, I'm subscribed now, I'm, I'm hooked. Um, What would you say your favourite video is that you've posted, like one that you're most proud of?
1: Um, I, quite a few, like I loved um, my vlog in the Sahara in Morocco because it was just such like an incredible experience and one of the best experiences I've ever had. Like yeah. to to be able to be there and to capture it um I also really love my Dominica video which I went to earlier this year because again it was just such a new experience for me and it was just such a beautiful island and I think I for me I always love the people that I travel with or meet along the way and when that shows across on the screen like kind of you like having a conversation with people and just having a great time like I just think it's just such an amazing energy to have um so I'll say like those two or uh my Japan videos that I filmed uh, with my yes. best friend I <laughs> yeah, Tokyo one. Yes, it was yeah. So that was so fun because it was just us messing around and it was less me doing it for like work but more like just capturing me and my best friend having a great time in, in Japan so I, yeah. I watched that quite a lot because I'm just like oh I just miss her so much so that's, yeah that's so beautiful yeah it's, it's literally so just you
0: having an amazing time in all of them I think that's why they're just so enjoyable to watch
1: yeah oh um, thank you I'm really glad you watched like the Lake District video and that's how you found the channel yeah I'm it's so really weird. glad
0: well, it's so random as well like it just shows that anyone can actually discover you at any time like even if it's a video you uploaded years and years ago like someone can just think oh I want to watch this and then they type it in and then it pops up it's like it's so cool
1: yeah is it something you're like looking to do as well like incorporating more like travel like travel vlogs oh, and
0: things. I would definitely love that I think I'm trying to like keep somewhat of a real, realistic mindset but um I just went to Wales recently and I did a travel vlog on that and <gasps> oh. um oh it was just just even though it didn't get like lots of views like just to record it for me and my partner and just savour the experience like you were saying it's just so wonderful and it's really fun to edit it as well even if it's just like you and your partner that watch it like it's just so fun to see it all played back and it's just such an adventure it really is
1: yeah it's so nice isn't it like it's so nostalgic and it kind of like immediately transports you back into that specific place and that memory and like you suddenly remember oh yeah I remember what I ate and I remember how beautiful that was and how happy I felt at that time so it's so nice to have like a whole video to capture that
0: yeah um speaking of which what's your favorite country you've been to I think I asked you what your favorite video was but what's your favorite country would you say
1: um oh it's so hard uh I mean like I'm biased but I always will love Hong Kong um Japan as well but then it's like everyone says that um (laughs) I really loved like the Oh, the Caribbean, I feel like it's just such a beautiful way of yeah. life. And, I mean, it's gorgeous as well. Like so beautiful with all the beaches and the lifestyle. But it's just, like, the people and the energy, like, they're just so warm. And it's just, like, there and you kind of, like, everything is so much slower. Like, they're always, like, oh, it's, you know, there's, like, London time, there's Caribbean time. And everyone's just enjoying like their life and like it's just such an amazing energy to be a part of so anytime I get to visit the Caribbean I'm like yes because it's just it's just amazing amazing energy and like obviously I love the rum so I just love like a dance party and rum and dancing on around the island.
0: I think that's so important like what you said like you know the people and the energy and the culture I think that definitely makes a country more enjoyable as well and yeah what, what I love as well is when you go somewhere like like you said and it just seems like a completely different way of life like they're not looking at the phone all the time they're just like enjoying like meditating and just really enjoying life and I think that's what I want more of as well just you know as as much as I love social media it's also nice just to appreciate the world around you as well. I think that's what I'm looking most forward to as well when I travel is just seeing all the beautiful sights of the world. Yeah
1: and, yeah, yeah exactly but even on our own doorstep like there's so much to do around like oh, England you know yeah. like it's so exciting like I've not really like, played tourist before and I've never been to Wales before so I'd love to yeah. watch your travel vlog oh, but it's, it's just really like good yeah it's just it's so much like nature as well like it's just so nice to, so, like you said like to switch off from social media and have a bit for like a detox and actually just be like I'm just gonna go for a hike like I'm gonna go and look at these sprawling hills and Lake District and stuff and it's just it's just so good for the mind you know just to like go outside and like, breathe fresh air and move your legs around.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's been good with the pandemic as well is that it's sort of given us a chance to explore our own country a bit more as well, because I think people are so quick to jump on a plane and go to this place, but like you yeah. said, there's so much beauty in our country and um, uh, I went to Snowdonia in Wales and the views are just absolutely oh, stunning. Wow, um, yeah,
1: I've never been. Yeah,
0: it's so, so lovely. I actually saw yeah. it on the James McDonald programme and that's kind of what inspired me and my partner to go there. Um, oh, wow. Um, I think the pandemic kind of makes you feel guilty as well. It's like, should I go? Should I not go? Like, Mm. because, you know, you want to be safe and everything. But we just thought we need this. Like, we just need some detox time. And it was just 100% worth it. So, yeah, yeah, with the reason, I think you can definitely enjoy places around the UK at the moment. Um, But, yeah, it's just lovely to see, you know, the journey you've been on and stuff. Um, Thank you. What would you say your goals and dreams are like for the next year like have you got any plans for 2021 like what what's your vision for like the future next few months
1: so my ultimate dream has always been to like have my own like food and travel tv show and to actually focus more on the presenting side um so i'm kind of like hoping i'm gonna like, plan towards that and to kind of keep creating that kind of episodic content myself to hopefully yeah do it do a little bit more into that realm of things and it's been such an amazing like introduction into the world of tv and presenting this year and it's kind of like made me think like this is what i meant to do and this is what I want to do and I want to focus yeah, on.
0: I was just going to talk about that actually and um, obviously because I discovered you later on I didn't actually get to watch the show but um 'Cause the episode didn't available on BBC iPlayer anymore. I was like, damn it. Yeah, but, yeah um, so
1: annoying. I'm like, please re-air it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks so incredible though. Like, can you just tell me a bit more about that? Like, what was that experience like? How did you get approached to do it? And what was it like?
1: Yeah, amazing. Um, so they approached uh via email like in April last year, and okay. they basically watched one of my videos on YouTube, which is again like you just don't know who's watching. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so I filmed a video about Oh, no, three years ago about my struggles being British born Chinese because I'd been inspired by one of my favorite creators called Whaley and she spoke about being like Asian American. Did you just say Whaley, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I love Whaley so much. She's, she's so one good, of isn't she? Literally, she, I'm not even kidding, she's one of the first YouTubers I ever watched.
1: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I love her, like, I love oh, her, her friendship we're to group. Like, <laughs> we're gonna have
0: to conversate about that another yeah. time. But yeah. I love oh my gosh. Whaley
1: so much. Oh, that's good, because I love, I literally love their vlogs, I love, like, I Sophia, Jen, thing. all of them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was, like, hugely inspired by her, because she made me feel, like, inspired and comfortable to talk about my own struggles being British-born Chinese and I didn't really see anyone make a video about that at the time so I was like I'm just gonna do it like it's quite nerve-wracking because I've never really spoken about my heritage before and all of these things but created that video um, and that kind of uh, opened up a lot more like conversations within the community over the years and uh, the team at the ABC saw it so reached out to you know, meet up and have a chat about a, a show they were doing and then it kind of we just hit it off and they were so lovely like so supportive right from the start and they were just very interested in shining light um, into the community and to kind of like talk more about the struggles but also the exciting things there is and like to show more representation on the screens so we met up once and then kept in touch and a few weeks later we met up again and did like a, a screen test via a phone just to show the exact producer and then they offered me um you know to be able to be the presenter for that episode which oh, i think at the start is meant amazing. to be like yeah i think at the start was meant to be like a I don't know, part of the interview or a cameo or something so i was just kind of completely floored and also like so thankful that they even like trusted in me because i didn't really have any actual like tv presenting experience yeah. before to take a chance on someone that's so new and throughout the whole process like i just can't thank them enough like it was just such a special experience um to me and it everyone was just every step of the way just made sure like it was just seamlessly done like they were like researched into things and like they kind of taught me so much along the way and it really just kind of like showed me what it was like in the world of TV and it was just great like it was just such a I just really miss like having that small team of people that you work with on a close basis and to all like work towards the same thing and I'm just yeah really really grateful to them and kind of the opportunity so yeah it it all started from a YouTube video that
0: is it's just so beautiful it really is um but yeah, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that you do get your own travel show because you absolutely deserve one and there's, oh. I don't see any reason why you can't have one. So fingers crossed to that one.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, when it happens, we will be like, whoa, remember our podcast two years days ago.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, what you were mentioning about, um, you know, like Chinese culture and stuff, um, I, I kind of wanted to touch on like, you know, a lot of misconceptions people have and stuff like I think I saw it on your insta stories a couple weeks ago that you mentioned about um people having a misconception about you know relating the coronavirus to like you Mm -hmm. know yeah yeah, it's awful into um and like you know the Black Lives Matter movement as well like I just wanted to hear some of your thoughts on like these issues and stuff.
1: Yeah I feel like a lot of these issues have You know, it's been happening for years and years and years and has always been a part of like the social fabric, you know, of of what's been happening beneath the surface. But it's good to know that like a lot more people are speaking about the experiences and a lot more people are um, open to learning more and actually to be a lot more like active about it and you know the Black Lives Matter movement is so 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 important Yeah. and it's just it's beyond like something that just happened in June like it's something that we should all be actively um, doing and unlearning things and things and I've been trying to unpick you know different things I've learned on the way and actually to shine a light on how little I actually knew about it yeah um, in terms of like things that I kind of like thought in a you know like it's even a horrible feeling when you're like oh I just didn't realize that how much I didn't know and I know. how much we didn't get to To be honest, that's the
0: media's fault as well for not covering it enough that's kind of why a lot of people don't know these things is because the media are not covered it enough so in a way they're kind of to blame as well for not shining enough light on it but like you say at least we're learning more now and all we can do is just constantly educate ourselves and yeah um, read upon things and i've tried it, and i can't it a lot of money because i'm not super rich but i've just tried donating when i can and just you know just reading and i think that's all you can ask really it's just you know just constantly be educated and yeah. um keep speaking about it but yeah um, yeah we can't forget about that and
1: and like actively like do things you know every single day whether that is like like you said like just being more involved with kind of like the resources like online and offline like you know listening and actually like holding space for other people to share their experiences and knowing when it's not like your turn to speak and actually to let someone else and have that you know the 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 same opportunity or to actually step back and be like you know what like it's I don't need this but actually somebody else would benefit from this opportunity and things as well and actually just kind of being a lot more supportive of the community around you and stuff and just being aware of what's happening I think it's yeah it's so much to to unpack and to unlearn and to relearn um but it's it is heartbreaking but it's also not like a surprising thing like it's been happening for so long and
0: yeah
1: yeah and like even with things like there's so much in terms of like even like Asian representation like there's a lot of like there's not a lot of it at all in the media and it's been represented really quite badly in the media over the pandemic and things as well and it's just yeah it is heartbreaking but it's also encouraging because it also opens up so many conversations with those in the community and those outside of the communities who actively want to learn more and to do more and things as well and there's a, a friend of mine called Fiv and she started a petition um, and you know it, it came from where she saw a lot of Asian faces being used in news articles to represent like the coronavirus which obviously just oh, increases wow. the likelihood of people associating a whole like ethnic group with this virus, when that's not the case, and she, off the back of that, started a petition, and it's gone way over ten thousand signatures. They're taking it to Parliament. That's She's incredible. like, yeah, incredible, and like her and five other ladies have now started a new um, network for. I think it's called like Be Seen, and it's all for British East Asians and Southeast Asians, and all about like representation and just kind of. They've worked tirelessly over this campaign, and it's just so encouraging to see to like and it's so motivating and inspiring as well and yeah and it's like it's just, there's a lot going on at the moment um yeah and it's, it's been
0: just, such a tough year just like re- for everything yeah, it really has yeah. um but I think the only thing we can do is just keep learning keep going, and just most importantly try and keep positive as well and just try and spread that to the world as well because yes yeah. it's, it's so needed right now exactly um, but yeah, moving on to a more lighter topic, it's quite random actually, but um, I know you're obsessed with air fryers.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, And I
0: just wanted to know more about that because I actually can't cook, so I just wanted to know if you got any advice for anyone who can't cook or is like, scared of using them.
1: Yeah, I would say that an air fryer is perfect then, it's basically like a mini oven. Um, mini like convection oven so you can they've got a little dial that you can adjust Um, I've baked a cheesecake in it before I've made chicken wings yeah like you can do so much with it Um, and it's portable so you can like if you don't have an oven at home like my studio I don't think I've got an oven so I'm gonna bring my air fryer with me obviously but like it's just so easy because you don't need a lot of time like it kind of speeds up the cooking process because it's so compact um with how it circulates the hot air um, you just basically like I can put in... yesterday I was roasting a chicken like I supposed a chicken marinated it for a few hours cooked it for 40 minutes and it was done like it was oh. so easy and all I had to do like I went and like wash my hair like you know go out and read a book like and then you come back and it's done like it's just that sounds so, good. so easy but it's also like so healthy you don't need to use like as much oil it's just the perfect appliance like
0: yeah I definitely (laughs) need to get one it just sounds
1: so good yeah it's just so good like you can make your own fries in it as well like oh wow yeah they could just chop up slice up some potatoes season it with some salt pepper olive oil put in the air fryer for like 40 minutes and it's done like don't have to have a deep fat fryer or anything like it's (laughs) honestly like magical
0: I saw your video as well, where you ate out for the first time in Chinatown. Yes. Um, Oh, that looked amazing as well, like the food and stuff. Um, What would you say the first things are that you want to do after the pandemic's over? Like obviously eating out. Like what other things are you hoping to do once this is all calmed Uh... down?
1: Yeah, I would love to just see my best friend um, from Brighton and actually just meet up with my friends properly and just give everyone, like, a big hug. Um, Yeah, it'd be amazing as well to obviously see my dad because I've not seen him at all since the pandemic as well. And, like, it's harder as well, isn't it, when it's obviously those who are older or more vulnerable so you obviously don't want to you have to be responsible and like distance and things but i think i'll just say for me just be properly reunited with loved ones and just give them like a big cuddle um it would be so nice for christmas
0: as well i don't know if it's gonna happen by then, but how nice would that be by christmas so yeah exactly
1: yeah like we just don't know what's going to happen over the next few months and i can't believe it's already like September tomorrow you know? know like it's just I feel like we're still like in April <laughs> I know <laughs> just... the
0: series just completely flown by which I don't know you think it's sort of be the opposite when you're stuck in quarantine but it has actually gone really quick
1: yeah it has actually like I think for the first few months it was kind of like oh you know I could feel every single day and now it's like blink of an eye and it's already another month and another month and now summer's already over so we're going back into autumn like it's just it's really weird um but yeah I don't it's it's so strange that Christmas is only like three months away
0: (laughs) I know are you gonna plan any Christmas shopping or anything
1: yeah so I'm hoping to do maybe this will be the year where I'll start vlogmas and like yeah I've never done it before but maybe like to do a whole like Christmas series on the channel like go get Christmas tree like I do remember like old school vlogs where people would go and get a Christmas tree and like yeah and it's like oh it's so festive yeah so maybe this will be the the first year I'll do it it depends on what's yeah, happening definitely by
0: then. my favorite time of the year I just love being in your jumper having hot yeah. chocolate soup and, oh yeah. my
1: gosh yeah and like Christmas music and like Christmas films yeah. home alone like oh, oh
0: classic
1: yeah
0: but yeah um I just hope you know things all up and um and I hope you get to do the things you want to do because you really deserve it and oh. I'm just so, so thankful that you know you exist and you're putting out amazing content and I just want to thank you for inspiring me as a small creator to be better and thank you for taking the time today to talk to me, I really appreciate it. Oh, um, you so welcome. And I just hope everything goes well with you and you have a successful moving house and you're getting ready today, you've got to go and pack and stuff so yeah, I just hope <laughs> that goes well for you and thank you so much for joining me today I really appreciate it
1: oh thank you Dan no, I, I love being part of the podcast so thank you so much for even asking me to be a part of it
0: thank you and I shall let you go now and um, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you
1: so on youtube if you search Dejashu like d-e-j-a-s-h-u then you can find my youtube and then it's the same on instagram but with an extra u at the end because i of love Shoe. that name the got it. yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like a, a pun because obviously i love my puns so yeah for for videos and instagram posts you can find me on there
0: well, make sure you follow everyone thank you so much for joining me today and hopefully we can do this again another time maybe even in person next year who knows yeah
1: that'd be that'd amazing be cool. yeah. yeah but
0: thank you so much and oh, thank I thank you to have your
1: day. thank you you too